Welcome to the Jeff Knows Inc. Entrepreneurial Podcast with your host, Jeff Lopes. Jeff has over two decades experience as a serial entrepreneur, building brands like KimuraWare from his home basement to a multi-million dollar global brand that has sold over a quarter million pairs of boxing gloves. Jeff's here to educate, guide, and drive you on the process of bringing your ideas and dreams to reality with the inspiring stories from some of the top business minds. Welcome, everyone. This past week, Monday, I released my inaugural podcast, and I honestly have to say I was I was truly taken back by all the positive feedback. Within the first 24 hours, I had phone calls, texts, direct messages through social media, through family, friends, peers in my industry, just all positive. And when I first started this venture, I I honestly didn't know how people would react to myself or to my content. So having this all back on such a short period and, and having people spend the time to listen to it and give their feedback, it just validated my mindset of this could be a great opportunity to spread what I've learned and I've taken within the last two decades plus of being an entrepreneur and pass it along on a more global scale. So for those who took the time to listen, once again, thank you. And I hope on a weekly basis, I could give you a little or a lot of whether it's motivation, whether it's lessons through other entrepreneur guests that I bring on. My goal on a weekly basis is if you guys are spending the 15, 20, half an hour, an hour, as long as my podcasts are every week and spending the time out of your busy schedule to listen to me, I just want to make sure that I'm giving you something that you could utilize at least on your daily basis towards your business or towards your lifestyle. So once again, thank you for spending the time, like I said, out of your busy schedule to listen to us. And for those that are new and hearing this podcast for the first time, welcome to Jeff Nobles Inc. Once again, I hope you also could, uh, take something out of this and will be a long-time listener to um, our podcast. I'm going to jump right into um, today's episode. Um, Today, I want to talk about two areas I truly feel are so important for entrepreneurs to learn and embrace. First one would be knowing your own business. So know your business. And the second one is always move forward. I'm going to get right into the first part I want to talk about. It's knowing your own business or just knowing your business. I first need to understand what I actually mean by that. As your business grows, you currently or you're going to need to rely a big chunk of your day-to-day operations on your staff, whether it's marketing, inventory, a PO system, sales, I could go on and on. These staff, I like to classify them as almost parts of an engine. And these parts are essentially your day-to-day operations of your business. The issue comes along when one of these engine parts breaks down. What I mean by that is, hence, your staff quits, they're ill, you have to lay off someone, leave of absence. This could stop your engine from completely working and halt your complete operations of your business, which would mean, in turn, your car stops driving. And without a driving car, you ain't getting very far in your business. So as a business owner, you have to, and I truly mean have to, put the time into planning if one of these situations occur. If suddenly one of your employees leaves, 
or is even suddenly unable to work, now you have to imagine this might take weeks, months before you find a new employee, then you still got to retrain them. This is where knowing your business is so crucial and is such a massive part of being a small business owner. One thing I've always, and I truly mean always have done and always will do, is I learn my business from the day-to-day operations from the ground up. You got to understand every aspect of your business and how it runs on day-to-day operations. This is not about micromanaging. This is not about being a control freak. Think of this as it's almost like you're an entrepreneur walking on a tightrope. And all you're trying to do is balance your business. Now think that safety net as almost your knowledge of your day-to-day operations. As an entrepreneur, you're going to fall. And believe me when I say this is going to be an uphill battle growing a business. So when you do slip and fall, which every true entrepreneur will, you have to almost think of the safety net as this is my reinsurance that I'm going to get right back up. This is my challenge I'm going to give to you guys all. Spend a minute and think of every aspect of your day-to-day operations, whether it's bookkeeping, operating, even machinery in your factory. I want you to list every single thing on a piece of paper that's going to happen on a daily basis, even the bare minimal. Now go through all these aspects or these steps of your day-to-day operations and see how many of these tasks or duties to make sure your business is going to operate every day are you able to do on your own without the business stopping and continuously running. The reason I'm asking you to do this is not, I'm not asking you guys to take a step back as entrepreneurs or go back to the beginning days when you guys all started your companies. I'm asking you to do this because there will be a time or situation that's going to arise or come up that is going to force you to a situation where you're truly stuck and allowing yourself to jump right in and slot yourself right into that position and allow the business to continuously run without missing a heartbeat is so valuable. And believe me, you ain't learning this in business school. This is something you're going to learn through the school of hard knocks on your own. I'm sure there is going to be a ton of questions from you guys saying certain tasks like social media, graphic design, accounting. You just have to understand, I'm not asking you guys to take a six-month course to learn all these inside out. I'm asking you to learn the bare minimal to make sure that position will not stop and continuously run throughout the day. Now, you might ask, how are you going to do that? It's very, very simple. I want you guys to take some time, like I said, plan out which areas, positions, tasks that you guys still might not fully understand or still need to learn a bit more about it and sit down with that staff member and take the time to now learn the basics to run and function the program or the operating system. By taking notes, you're almost setting a step-by-step process This could be easily the beginning of you building your own company operating manual, which is going to change how you operate your business forever. Once you feel you have a good understanding of just how to do those those day-to-day functions for each employee and you have everything jotted down, I want you to come back to the office or the warehouse, whether it's on the weekend, after hours, 
and go through every single function on your own a few times. This way, if you have any questions, you could go back to that employee and ask these questions. I'm all about constantly learning and I've always said this, the day you stop learning is the day you die. So think of it as building your knowledge base and understanding everything about your business. You put so much time, so much energy into building your business. You have to understand how it runs on a daily day basis. One thing you guys are all going to pop up and ask me, if my staff member starts asking questions, why am I going through their work, going through their tasks, taking notes, just tell them what the end result is. You're building an operations manual. And this is going to build a structure and a process system for the company, which is a positive thing for everyone involved or everybody working for you. If you're going to ask me what an operation manual essentially is, just think of this as almost, this is like a step-by-step day-to-day duties, tasks, everything that's going to make the business function. I almost call it the 101 of business. Building this is not only going to benefit, like I said, you as an owner, but in a tough situation, if you need to jump in, uh, you need a staff member to jump in to fulfill a task, you forget a simple little section of a job, you could pull up the manual, go through it and make sure there's no errors and nothing is slipped or passed over when you're finishing it. Because as we're all aware, as an entrepreneur, your, your mind's everywhere all the time. You're, you're, you're running 24-7. So it's easy to forget certain tasks. Pop up your operation manual and you'll be able to, like I said, find what is needed to complete those tasks. Another example of how an operation manual would come in handy is, say, sick leave of absence by one of your staff, or once again, somebody quits, or even if you're forced in the down economy to lay off staff, you have to remember as an entrepreneur, you have to, and I mean have to, be resourceful at all times. You have to adapt to all actions that are tossed at you and just just be ready to always step up when the time calls and, and take charge of your own business. A great bonus I always say of having an operations manual is you will have the resources for all your staff internally as well to learn different aspects of your day-to-day operations. This is a great effective way to make a small business manage between staffing, holidays, once again, leave of absence, to make sure your business is continuously running smoothly all the time. So if a second staff member just jump in and multitask and help you get through the day or the week It's just going to force all the procedures to keep flowing and not stop the operations of your day-to-day business, which is so valuable for a small company. Um, I'm going to place some of these show notes at the bottom at the end of the podcast you guys could just refer to and go through. Now let's jump right into my second section of this podcast. It's called Always Moving Forward. This is another aspect of being an entrepreneur that's truly, truly set in stone for how I run all my companies. I could have literally done an entire podcast on just this one topic and probably made it a couple hours long, to be honest with you. That's how important this topic is to me. There are many areas of this, of just business in general, you can apply these philosophies to, but I'm gonna try to focus on only two of them for today. First is products and concepts. I'm gonna categorize these two in the same section because they kind of work hand in hand. And the second would be employees. Let's get right to the first one, which is products and concepts. 
I've personally struggled for years when I first started my company. As a new entrepreneur, it's so easy to fall in love with a product you've created or even a business idea you've woke up in the middle of the night and said, oh my God, this is going to change my business forever. The magic question, I guess, that haunts entrepreneurs and it's probably haunted entrepreneurs for centuries on in is when is enough truly enough? When it comes to products, I'm going to ask you guys a question. How many of you can look into your inventory and see a certain product, whether it's sitting on the shelves or sitting in your warehouse and it's been there for months on in and the back of your head still think this is a great product and is eventually going to sell, but you have to ask your question to yourself. And I'm going to ask you this. Is the market telling you elsewise? Like, is this product not selling for a reason? My mindset on products is give it a 60-day shelf life. If 50% of your inventory isn't gone within the first 60 days, these products should honestly automatically go into the clearance bin. And at that point, you're just trying to take out your cost on these goods. If for some reason you're still fully, fully in love with this product, I would give it a max 30-day additional time frame and just tack that on and see if you could even put them on sale and sell them within the next 30 days. That's 100% as far as I would allow a product to sit and not sell. Your long-term goal, and I always tell everybody when it comes to business, is something I call positive inventory flow. What I mean by positive inventory flow is whether you're carrying 20 products, 500 products, everything constantly is flowing in and out of your warehouse or your coal packers warehouse within a 60 day period. This is going to help you manage your inventory, manage your purchase orders, help with your cash flow. You don't want as a business owner to have money sitting on skids especially when the funds could be used towards product that's moving off your shelves. Many companies, I can honestly tell you, so many companies go bankrupt with this exact same issue. They fall in love with a product and they don't know when to say enough is enough. You have to remember cash is king in any business. And if you're sitting on dead products, that can make or break your company or worst case scenario, cause your company to fail or go bankrupt. The same could easily be said towards a concept, a new division, a new idea to expand. I want you to spend a second and even just think about this one. Your business is doing really well. You're happy on your sales. You're happy with your ear-to-ear or month-to-month growth. And you decide to add, you know what? It's time to add a new division or add a new concept to our business. I guess a few simple examples that I could drop by in my mind pretty quickly would be, say you're a, a small more concept-driven facility for fitness, like a small gym. And say you specialize in, say, spinning classes. Your classes are packed, you're running a great small business, but the new trend seems to be pushing towards hot yoga in the fitness industry. You have the space, you have the time. So what do you do to dedicate a room? You dedicate some time slots, you hire a qualified hot yoga instructor. The concept sounds amazing, The industry is pushing and flowing in that direction and everything sounds perfect. But now you're ready into month two and your classes and your attendance is not covering your operation costs, your day-to-day costs to run that class. When do you pull the plug? When do you say, you know what, enough is truly enough? Just because it's a great concept and it's working in tons of other gyms 
but you might not have the demographic to support this new trend. Another example would be, let's say you're a women's apparel line and you've built your brand around, let's say women's blouses. You once again have a successful business, you've built this brand, you have a great following on social media and you feel like, you know what, this is the right time to expand. So you decide to add a denim line. Next few months, you've spent designing it, sampling it, and now you're finally ready to launch your complete new line of women's jeans. So months go by, you spend a ton of money and time on marketing this new line. For some odd reason, in your mind, you don't understand, but it's not getting the traction you originally envisioned. Once again, the question comes up, when is enough truly enough? When it comes to expanding a business, my mind is always, I try to give it this a 90-day period. By the 90-day mark, if the expansion, the growth of the company is not how you originally envisioned, you got to set this as almost your break point. Once again, if you truly are still in love with this idea, you think this is going to be a rock star, I would give it an extra 30 days. But 100%, that's my cutoff point for this new concept or idea. You have to remember, you're running a successful business prior to this. This expansion might have not been the right decision at this time, but you're going to get tons of more ideas and tons of more plans ahead in the future. And one of them will be the right one. You cannot fall in love with something that's not working. I want everybody to understand something. As an entrepreneur, we're all going to make mistakes. That doesn't make us bad business minds or bad business people. No, this makes us entrepreneurs and risk takers. You have to realize that the true difference from when an entrepreneur becomes a great entrepreneur in my mind is when you truly have control over your own emotions and your feelings and you can focus on what's right for your business not your personal ego or your personal dreams you have to realize what is truly best for the business at that point you also have to listen and listen very carefully to the market and your customers these are the individuals that will make or break your brand um, i'm going to jump right into the second section of this staffing one thing I can guarantee, and I'm sure you've heard this in the past, whether you staff two individuals or you're a massive, massive corporation with hundreds and hundreds of employees, staffing is always going to be the most difficult part of being a business owner. And at times, probably the most stressful part of being a business owner. I have so many thoughts when it comes to staffing. And later on, my goal is to actually run a full podcast on employees, employees' mindsets, and try to help you in that area as much as I possibly can. Uh, today, I'm going to just focus on one pretty much aspect of employees. And why I'm doing this is I seem to get these two questions all the time asked, and I'm going to try to answer them the best I could today. Hopefully, you'll get something out of it. The first question is, I have a staff member that is threatened to quit and is hinting they're looking for another job, what do I do? The second question is, I have a staff member that quit a few months back 
They want their job back. They keep calling to get their job back. They were a great worker, a great staff member. What do I do? This is another topic I could honestly say I've struggled with in the past as we all seem to allow our emotions to enter in this subject a lot more than most topics. I have one simple answer to both these questions. Always move forward. As a business owner, I want you all to understand there is thousands and thousands of capable individuals out there that are looking for a nine to five job to pay bills, or they might be looking for a career, or they might be just finishing school and looking to get their feet wet in in a certain industry. So filling these positions are not going to be an issue with the proper operations manual in place. And hopefully any individuals that don't have one after today's podcast, you're going to spend the time to build your own operations manual. You'll be able to get through the next week or two weeks or a month and have other staff bump in or, or take over just to help you get through. Or once again, you get yourself in there and, and work a few extra hours and put in the sweat equity into your business just to make sure you get through till the position is filled. Just realize one thing. The minute an employee loses their passion, I could almost guarantee that career that they once imagined they'd be with with you now becomes a temporary job. Their work ethic is going to drop significantly. And I personally, and I truly, truly believe this, once that happens, the opportunity for them to regain that passion they originally had turns to zero. As an entrepreneur, always move forward. I can't stress that enough. Do not allow your emotions and your friendship get between you and your business goals. And as a business owner, make sure you always separate the relationship between employees and employers. So I hope you truly understand what I meant by this all and just embrace it. When your employee is ready to go, just let them go. And once they're gone, I truly, truly do believe never let them come back. To me, allowing an employee to come back is almost like in a reflection of taking a step back in your business. As an entrepreneur, my motto is always move forward. And I can't stress this enough. With every aspect of your business, always move forward. This is a wrap to our second podcast. I hope everyone enjoyed it. Most importantly, you were able to take something out of it to utilize towards your own business. Like always, show notes are at the bottom. Once again, thanks for listening. Keep positive, keep moving forward. Until next week.